Looking to start your own website? The first thing you need is a domain name, and the best place to get one is at GoDaddy.com. With your domain registration, you'll get hosting, a free blog, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a MuggleCast listener, enter code RON, that's R-O-N when you check out, and get your .com domain name for just $7.49 a year. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Hello, this is David Heyman, and I'm the producer of the Harry Potter films, and this is MuggleCast. <laughs> uh, welcome to MuggleCast Live, September 22nd, 2010, and the trailer for Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1 was released, and joining me via Skype is Micah Tannenbaum. Hello, Micah. Micah. Oh, great, Micah. Don't tell me you just crashed out, too. No, no, I was just on mute. Sorry. Oh, good job. Jeez. Okay, well, at least that that wasn't my fault. Um, So, anyway, welcome, everyone, to the show. Matt's going to be joining us in a little bit. So, Micah, um, have you watched the trailer yet? (laughs) Yes, I I was actually able to to watch the trailer once. So, uh, I'm going through it right now, trying to pick out some things, but... I do have to say, I'm really impressed with this trailer. A lot of people were concerned about part one not living up to the action of part two. And I think there's plenty of action in this trailer. What about you? Yeah, yeah. And you know what? You're absolutely right. That was one of the initial concerns. And I think WB has absolutely proven everybody wrong. Um, there's, there's a lot. And we learned that the split is so late in the book that we actually see there's, there's plenty of action to, to put into part one. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think with this trailer, they really did a great job focusing in on that action. Uh, there's there's no question about it. And I, and I really do think this is shaping up to be a good movie. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Now, if you remember last time, uh, our last trailer show, we we did some, we basically just went through the trailer scene by scene and talked about every little thing. So, Micah, if it's okay with you, I think we should just do that same thing again. If, uh, if we don't encounter any more technical difficulties, then absolutely, let's do that. Actually, I wasn't even going to give you any option. I'm, I was just oh. telling you what's going to happen. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> See, this is a, what everybody doesn't hear when we when we record. Not I live. take out my whip and I crack it on the MuggleCast news desk and I say, Micah, this is what we're going to do. Okay, so let's get into it. I'm just going to load up the trailer right now and we're going to go scene by scene. Um, maybe for old time's sake, we should just watch it all the way through first. Sure, are you going to play it for everybody? Yeah, um, I don't know if you're going to be able to hear about it, but I don't really I can press play at the same time, how okay. about that? Alright, start, start it at the beginning. Everybody watching on Ustream will be able to see it just fine through Ustream. Alright, Micah, on three, hit play. Right. You're going to want to mute your copy because you're going to hear it through my computer. Okay, one, two, three. 
Now, this is my favorite part. Uh, this vibrant green is the best color they've <laughs> chosen for the warning. Okay, here we go. These are dark times, there is no denying. Tell me where he is. Our world has faced no greater threat than it does today. But you can't fight this war on your own, Mr. Porter. He's too strong. We have infiltrated the Ministry. You have nothing to fear if you have nothing to hide. The longer we stay here, the stronger he gets. I must be the one to kill Harry Potter. Let's get off the streets, get somewhere safe. Let's say we get undercover before someone murders them. That way they won't know which Harry Potter is the real one. Nobody else is going to die. Not for me. We have to do something. You think I don't know how this feels? You don't know how it feels! Your parents are dead. You have no family. Ah! He's after you, Mr. Potter. Tell me where he is. You really don't stand a chance. I got him! Help me! So, I mean, you can't watch that trailer and say that there is not enough action in part one. Uh, there, there's plenty to go around. So let's start right at the beginning. And just like we did for the last trailer, that major one that included both parts, we are going to discuss every little scene that we see. Okay, now we start with the WB logo here. And I think this is my favorite WB logo. Isn't it yours, Micah? Oh yeah, the logo is great. It reminds me of all the pictures. Didn't didn't Eric complain last episode about the way the WB logo swooped in? It was very odd. I don't think Eric ever complains about anything. <laughs> okay, so first scene is of the ministry. We see them in the long main corridor. This is where everybody comes in via f- fireplace. And we see Rufus Scrimgeour right at the front. And this is actually, I think... The first time we're getting a glimpse at his voice, right? Yeah, and, I, I think so. And he sounds pretty good. He doesn't sound as bad as uh, Barty Crouch Jr. did in Goblet of Fire. I was severely disappointed by that when I first heard his voice. It was a little weird. Yeah. And all the twitching that he did. <laughs> exactly. And um, we get the shot of the back of him again. And we hear him say uh, the following... These are dark times, there is no denying. 
and you get the you get the good look at his face, and I love the way that he drones on. These are dark times. There's no denying. Yeah, and and the other thing is, I think this is exactly how the movie opens up, from what Eric and Emerson told us. Did they is say this that? scene? I believe they did. Am I making that up? <laughs> if they didn't say it on the podcast, I think Eric told me this is how the movie opens up. Okay. So you're getting that very ominous tone right from the get-go. So then we get the look at Dumbledore's tomb, which is uh, – into. Uh, it looks like <laughs> – I'm sorry, but what's going on here? Why is Dumbledore's tomb a uh, the bottom of a Jenga puzzle? <laughs> yeah, uh, I kind of uh, was trying to think what puzzle to call it, but that's probably the most accurate. Okay. I think maybe maybe Lego Harry Potter got a little bit of a deal – Oh, no, thing. that's exactly what it is. But, uh, oh, yeah, it looked good. a little bit weird, you know, like like they were opening something out of the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Um, I, I Now, of course, I don't have the description off the uh, top of my head but uh, from the book, but surely J.K. Rowling did not describe it as a basic rectangle standing with two smaller rectangles underneath of it. Probably not, but uh, you would think that wherever Dumbledore would be buried, it would be very secure, and only somebody who is as intelligent uh, and as well-versed in magic as Voldemort would be able to open his tomb. Yeah, okay, so so that's that's disappointment one of this trailer. Uh, as but, They're a little too close for comfort there, though. What do you mean? Uh, in, the, in that shot, with, with it's very ominous, very eerie of, of Voldemort hanging over Dumbledore. Oh, okay. You're right. So we get to we get. Did to, I jump ahead? Yeah, you kind of did. Uh, <laughs> the shot of Voldemort, or yeah, Voldemort sticking his head into the tomb, face to face with Dumbledore, and this was the uh, preview we saw at Comic Con. We saw this shot. This is what I was trying to describe to you <laughs> a few weeks ago, and uh, I think it's fair to say this is one of the eeriest scenes that has ever hit the Harry Potter films. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just what happens. Is this the exact same shot that they showed you? There wasn't any more after it. No, this is it. We he saw, didn't at, say anything during the comic. We didn't hear him say anything. I don't think uh, during the Comic Con preview, we just saw this shot right here of Voldemort, Voldemort, and Dumbledore a little bit wider. But <laughs> I wonder. Okay, do you think that's actually Michael Gambon, or is that a fake? Maybe fake. I'm thinking it's fake too, because if it wasn't, if it was a real Michael Gambon, he totally would have uh, done a couple of joke takes where he just waked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that. I would think Michael Gambon wouldn't take that scene too seriously at the very beginning. He'd yeah. be uh, making the uh, directors waste a, a lot of different uh, takes and and money. Yeah, so. Exactly. <laughs> maybe it was uh, a prosthetic Dumbledore. Is yeah, that I, I think so. I think so. My set report will reveal that information in due time. Oh, okay, I'm I'm g- glad to hear that. So, you know what we do? I do have to admit, what we do get a lot of in, in this trailer, and it's and in, in in pictures that we've seen released, and uh, the past two trailers, we get a lot of Harry, Ron, and Hermione standing in the middle of nowhere. Now, granted, that happens in the book, yes, and this was the concern, like you brought up at the top of the hour, Micah, or you know, ten minutes ago. There, there. People are worried that there won't be enough action, and so we see the shot of Harry 
standing on a cliff. I believe uh, this this location was also used for the Pixar film Up. And we see a tent in the background, and presumably Ron and Hermione are in there. But what do you think is going to be going on during these scenes when Harry's just standing around? Micah, you're on your uh, mute button again. You really need to stop putting that uh, under your butt. No, no. What happened was I, I tried to bring up the Ustream here, and an ad blasted on through the speakers. So I've, I figured you didn't want to have to listen to that. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Very thoughtful. But did you hear what I said? Uh, said? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Harry, what are they going to be doing during these scenes when Harry, Ron, and Hermione are just standing in the middle of nowhere? For example, the shot I have up right now at 21 seconds in, Harry is just standing on the cliff, on the rocks, just staring around. There seems like there's going to be a lot of these during the film. Yeah. So I, I think that that's probably uh, what fans biggest concern is going to be going into this film is having too much of these types of moments and uh it is a little bit worrisome i'm sure david yates did a great job uh you know mixing them in but as long as they're only about five seconds you know they can't be too long yeah the hard part is though for a large part of the the beginning of of deathly hollows this is what is going on, though. They're traveling around from one place to another. Right. I know Eric said what made it was the fact that uh, some of the places that they go to, um, you know, have these great landscapes, you know. So I, I don't, to, to me, that's not going to help me like that scene anymore just because they happen to be in a really nice place. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, scene sucks, but at least it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're just joining us, uh, thank you for tuning in. It's Micah and I here. We're discussing the Deathly Hollows trailer, trailer that was just released uh, about 45 minutes ago. Of course, the Internet's in a frenzy over this trailer. I presume, Mike, it's the final trailer we're going to be getting for part one, right? I mean... I would say this is probably it. Yeah, I, I don't see anything else coming around. Maybe a short 30-second. Yeah. Deal, but they'll probably chop up parts from this. I, I really don't think that they can give away that much more at this point. Yeah. Um, so then we see Hermione, and Hermione is just... This is another one of those shots that I was talking about. Hermione is just, uh, you know, standing there uh, looking a little emo. Then next shot we get... This is actually... <laughs> Something about this shot, really, I really like. It's it's Ron standing in front of the burrow, and he's sort of just all alone. And you can see uh, Mrs. Weasley and Ginny in the background. And uh, there's something very artistic about it. There's nothing else really to say about it, but... Now, this shot that you have up now of the river... <laughs> oh, what about it? It's it's a split second long. No, I was I was just joking oh, okay um so moving along a couple quick flashes then we get to ghostly dumbledore and it's a very brief shot and we saw it in the tv spot so that was really nothing to uh that'd be cool on a ride you know have uh, ghostly dumbledore pop up yeah as your yeah well if recent news if recent news is to be believed then uh hopefully we will be seeing a double in size Wizarding World theme park, but that's we'll save that for another episode of MuggleCast. 
As we move along, we get to Harry and or yeah, right. We get to Hermione and Harry in the cemetery, looking at James and Lily, Lily's Potter's grave. Oh, what does it say at the very bottom? The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. Oh, isn't that nice? Now, I hope, has everybody gotten a good look at the grave yet? Because we want to make sure there's no issues like there was with the Goblet of Fire grave scene. When there was a major mistake on that, that Warner Brothers had to end up fixing. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do. But, okay. A little bit of a conflict, yeah. Oh my gosh, I noticed Harry has stubble and facial hair. This really is a road movie, ladies and gentlemen. Well, he is, what, 20 in real life? Right. So well, would, look, I'm not saying that, that's the that surprise. He does. I'm not saying that's oh. the surprise. It's, it's just that they always are shaved, so. <laughs> but this is a road Well, movie. yeah, they're on the road, man. Tough times. I don't know, but Hermione's got that giant bag. You could put a... Uh, Hermione doesn't have any, any stubble going on, which is good. Um, We'll have to check to make sure, get the high-res version. But as of right now, it looks like no. Okay, so That's then good. we get the close-up shot of Harry, and he's looking into the two-way mirror, and you see Aberforth in it, but it totally looks like Michael Gambon. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, but huh? Well, do you remember when when Harry first looks into it, he thinks he sees Dumbledore, right? The the Dumbledore that he knows. So perhaps. You know, they, they did use Michael Gammon for that scene. Well, that's that's what I was just thinking. Are we seeing this through Harry's perspective so we actually do see Michael Gammon? It's possible because the next scene is Dumbledore falling off the, the astronomy tower. Yeah, and you can see the blackened hand. Of course, this is a clip from Half-Blood Prince. Uh, I can't remember the dialogue that was happening at this exact moment. Uh, in the He tra- looks comfortable there, though. You, Dumbledore falling? He looks comfortable. Have you seen yeah, it in the movie? Of... Yeah. <laughs> well, when you're dead, I mean, you are kind of comfortable. You're you. He's not. Show. He's not. Yeah, I guess. You cannot show any emotion. He's just kind of floating out there. Yeah, I guess. And then uh, we see Voldemort. He's casting a little spell, and honestly, he's doing it oddly. I think this is when he has. Uh, uh, who does he have? Is this could this be when he's got Bertha Jorkins? I think this is when Bertha Jorkins is standing there or isn't is, is floating in the middle of the air. Or, or Chastity Burbage. Thank you to everyone in the chat. I've got my books confused. We're doing Goblet of Fire chapter by chapter right now. And I'm uh very confused. But okay, so that's probably what's going on in this spot. And Matt is joining us. The person who you're trying to reach Hello, Matt. is currently unavailable. Hello, Hold on, let's get let's get you on camera so make sure you're actually here. Oh, look, he is actually here. Welcome, uh, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. Um, you're actually just here. in time because Mike is in New York City where there was just a power outage, so the power just died where he is. Oh, nice. So it's just it's just you and me. So you've been by yourself? No, like literally ten seconds ago, he he left. Is hasn't New York already suffered a, a power outage too? Uh, they're suffering it right now. No, but they did before, like a tornado hit them or something. Uh, that's right, maybe they did. But this is not the weather cast. This is MuggleCast, so let's get back into the trailer here. Matt, okay, I haven't seen it yet. Well, uh, good. You can play the role of the person who hasn't seen the trailer. Great. Can I play the role of the person who's seen it, though, pretty soon? <laughs> yes. So we get the shot 
of Dumbledore and or sorry, Voldemort. We talked about that. We get to a shot of Harry. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is from the Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. Because I it, and somebody brought this up on my Twitter feed. There's a couple of times when they actually when they reuse clips and honestly, it's kind of annoying. Michael, welcome back. Sorry about that. We had a huge thunderstorm come through here, and uh, of course the power goes out after the fact, not during. <laughs> so I think tonight is just a technical nightmare all across the board. I think it is too. But... Hey, Micah. Hey, Matt. What's going on? Uh, nothing much. Just chilling, you know. You're chilling? Apparently Doing there's your... this trailer that just got released too. Really? I had no idea. All right, so we're at 40 seconds in. If you're following along at home, we see a black crow. Or is this an owl? <laughs> it's Hedwig charred. Uh, <laughs> uh, we fixed her. She's free, but she's charred. Uh, so I guess that's a hard. I think that's a that's some sort of bird. I, I I'm assuming it's an owl. Um, Can I just watch this freaking trailer or something? Yeah, watch it to yourself. Okay, I want to watch it to myself. Okay, so then at 41 seconds we get a shot of the a little. We see the Deathly Hallows symbol. And then we get a shot of Harry. And, you know, this trailer is just full of (laughs) random quick one-second shots. We see the snake. We see Ryan on the ground. We see the Gryffindor sword. These are all, keep in mind, these are all happening second by split second. Yeah, they try to sneak things in there. Yeah, but nothing really too discussion-worthy, which is why I'm, I'm moving through it pretty quickly. We see Harry on the ground. You know, What's it's, the fire in there? Hmm? Can you close in on the fire? The fire, I think, is when they... Uh, it's in Hogwarts, when Draco sets the fire, isn't it? Okay. Because well, is I, it all from part one? Oh, or they're oh yeah, you're right. Slicing in clips? No, you're right. Oh, you see the you see the snake, so... Could it be uh, at Lovegood's home, possibly? Mm, yeah, it could be. You see some... Any- shrubbery outside anybody in the chat any ideas um some people are saying it's oh yeah they may be right Pathilda when she turns into Nagini when she turns into the snake she can turn herself on fire I don't <laughs> that is maybe she knocks over a lamp or something and it it catches fire then we get the shot of Harry. He's just laying there on the ground. And then we get... Whose house is this? Is this Hermione's? No. Where are we now? At 45 to, uh, seconds in, we see the man. trying to bring the stream back up, but that stupid ad is playing again. Oh, okay. so, I'm sorry. Uh, we're at 45 seconds in where the where we see a mansion. Is it Malfoy Manor or not oh, yet? Oh, that must be it, Yes. I think this is the first time we're getting a look at the outside of it, though, in the trailer, which is why I didn't pick up on it immediately. <laughs> but it's kind of odd. <laughs> you see these two, uh, Malfoy Manor, the front lawn, it's like they have two Christmas tree farms on either side of the front gate, and they're closed in. They're just sort of sitting there. Kind of strange. Okay, so Voldemort. And then we see this great shot of Snape talking to Voldemort. 
and he says the following. The ministry. Well, let's rewind that so we can hear that properly again. Snape says the following. We have infiltrated the ministry. We have infiltrated the ministry. And then we get our first look at Umbridge. I've been looking forward to seeing her for so long. And she's in a very white pink. Micah, your analysis on the white pink. Uh, it still doesn't make her look... Um, Dobby! I, I can hear the trailer in the background. Uh, that's probably and, from and Matt's playback. Mike. It's probably from Matt's mic. Yeah, I'm getting some playback. Okay. Well, okay, so then we get... At 48 seconds in, we get to the shot of... The Magic is Might statue. Now, this is the first time we're getting a look at this, too. It's in the center of the Ministry of Magic, and we see what looks like muggles holding up the statue. It's very eerie, because, uh, and this is obviously a very intense visual. Mike, are you there? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> Do you have anything to say about this Magic is Might statue? Yeah, it's definitely creepy. That that's for sure, and and the the picture you showed before with Umbridge um, looking hot in that pink dress, um, it, that was creepy too because you saw how everybody was lined up. It it almost was reminiscent of of what you would see in a movie that would have parts of the Holocaust in it. Um, you know, it's om- the, the guy that's there with the clipboard ready to check people in, and then you see this statue, like you said, of of these Muggles supporting the Magic is Might statue. And we got a really good shot, a good photo of, of that statue, at least the top part of it, where it said Magic is Might earlier today. Right. And at the, at the bottom here of, of the shot, at 48 seconds in, you can see some Ministry officials running towards a wizard or two towards the bottom of the shot. Do you see that? If you scroll back and forth, you can see them moving at the bottom. And it's hard to tell who exactly they're chasing after. But oh, yeah. Well, there is a chase scene in the Ministry. Yeah, I, I wonder if this is... Oh, I guess this is Harry and Hermione. Could it... Hmm. Well, uh, it, it, isn't it right after that shot when when Harry uh, does a spell towards the camera? I mean, it could be in you know in sequence, because right after that, um, they start running. Now, now, who are these people next to Umbridge? One of them is uh, Pius Thicknicks. Is one of them over. Ludo? I think the guy on the far right is Ludo? Uh, Ludo's in Goblet of Fire. I yeah, don't think Ludo he's Bagman? in. Yeah, but I'm trying to remember. Oh, somebody. Uh, Yaxley. Yeah, Yaxley, Thickenies, and some people are saying. Uh, uh, I don't know. Everybody's nobody's re- that very sure. Thickenies. Thickenies. Yeah, thickness. The the. Runcorn. People think it's also Runcorn. And we haven't seen these actors yet, so I guess we would have to go just by what's happening in the book. Yeah. Um, but Umbridge looks good, and it's it's refreshing to see Umbridge. And you can tell Imelda Staunton, who plays her, she's still, she's still got it. She's, she's still got that she's smirk. She's thrilled to be there. Yeah, she's got that smirk, that hair. Uh, it's, Somebody it's, in the chat wants to know if you've read the books. Gosh. No. You're sh- God. Dang, she's right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then we get to the shot of the Ministry officials and like Micah said uh, they got their clipboards they're checking people in presumably um, and they have that 
red armband around their shoulder on the left, I noticed. Michael, what is that reminiscent of? Yeah, Nazi Germany. Yeah, exactly. Now, I'm wondering if that was described in the book with the red armband. You know, I don't remember the arm. I don't know if that's something that Yates added to the film. Um, And uh, I remember Eric talking about it when he did the uh, when he did the the short podcast with Emerson after they saw the film. Um, And I forget. He said there was something on them. I forget what it was, though. Maybe he's talking about that. Because that stands out, that and that was the first thing I noticed in the wide shot that they were wearing those, mm-hmm. and and presumably they have little M's on them. Yeah, yeah, maybe that was it. So then we see a shot of the trio; they're walking across a giant hilltop again with these scenic shots that we're not sure <laughs> what you know what they're going to do with all these, unless it's going to be a nice long montage of all the scenic shots. Well, is it in the book um, a wizard supposed to be sitting on a whole bunch of muggles? Yeah, we we talked about that before. Or was I not listening to it? The statue when you were yeah. watching the trailer. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um. So we get past those shots. Then we see a shot of Voldemort, and he's petting Nikini. <laughs> yeah, that was a little creepy. A little weird. And you see his nails. He needs to wash out his nails or something. It's it's about time. Then Voldemort. Let's see. Let's to get back up on this, in, to speed here. Let's hear what Voldemort is saying. I must be the one to kill Harry Potter. Okay. So Voldemort says that, and then it kicks off another montage of fast action clips, and we see Nagini's, uh, uh, what's the correct verb, slithering down the table. And you can see quite a few people in the shot. We can see Snape, uh, Draco, his father, uh, Bellatrix, Narcissa, and a couple other unknowns. Purely shot for the sake of 3D, though. Is that Yaxley across the table from Lucius? Because we just saw him in the Ministry, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's Yaxley that chases them down and ends up on the foot, the, 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 foot, the doorstep of, of Grimmauld Place. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. And speaking of that, we're going to get to one of those shots soon. So we see the, the trio. This is actually kind of clever. This will be a cool entrance. So we see a shot of them uh, apparate into London. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they apparate in, they're right in front of a bus. <laughs> and it looks like in the next shot, you see them uh, back away just in time. That's kind of that's <laughs> that's funny. That would have been a bad end to the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would have been. Uh, so then we see a couple shot, and they're like, oh, my God, I cannot believe we just apparated in front of our, a bus. Go figure. So then we see a couple more shots, and these were seen in the original teaser trailer, too. Right. And then we get to Grimaud Place, and Harry lets Mad-Eye in. This is, of course... Oh, no, no, no. No. This is... No, this, this, this is, this is uh, um, the Dursley's home. The Dursley's home, right. Yeah. Because I was going to say, wait, he's dead. Okay, so they get into the Dursley's home, and this is where we see the Dursley's home is evacuated. The Dursley's have left. As you can see, none of their um, furniture or kitchen appliances are uh, – they're nowhere to be found. Because they just moved. And this – the layout of this house – correct me if I'm wrong. This is different than what we saw in Sorcerer's Stone. And well, we Secret. never see the left side of the living room. But look where the kitchen is in relation to – the That's living room. A, well, no, it's not. It, it, it's not directly um, next to each other. 
I mean, it's they're two different rooms. They're next to each other in the trailer, though. Are they? Yes, I'm looking oh. at 105. Oh. Okay, so then we get our first look, finally, at the Seven Potters. And this, too, was in the Comic-Con, uh, uh, Comic-Con preview. But it was so fast, you couldn't even see. You, couldn't, you, didn't, you didn't have a good chance to look at what was going on. So we see, mm. so we see of course, the Seven Harrys. And this looks good. It looks real. It doesn't look, it doesn't look digitized. It doesn't look uh, fake. Yeah. And in a couple of interviews, Dan Radcliffe commented on, you know, uh, some really cool technology apparently that they used to create the scene where the camera just replicated the shot seven times, and then they they were able to, uh, uh you know, do do seven takes. Of course, it, it took multiple takes for each shot, so for mm-hmm. each Harry. Mike, any comments about mm-hmm. this? Uh, like you guys said, it looks really cool. Uh, I'm trying to make out who's in the background. It looks like Lupin, Hagrid. And Arthur. I can't, and Arthur, yeah. Um, Hagrid's head is just... He's just... Just clears the ceiling. The ceiling yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it looks good. Harry looks really good in a female shirt, a blouse. That that has to be Fleur. Yeah, uh, in the blue. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so moving along, we see the exterior of the wedding, uh, the wedding scene because we see the burrow, mm-hmm. and then there's the long pink carpet, and then the party tent. And you can see Mr. Weasley's shack there too, off to the left. Yeah, in the barn. Yeah, that made an appearance. So this is the 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 scene where we hear Kingsley. Say the following. They are coming. They are coming. Uh, I now was that's, so that's, excited. That's definitely not how I pictured it in the the uh, it, when I read it in the book. Was it for you guys? Well, it's not what he says. I mean, he says um, the ministry has fallen. Scrimmage hour is dead. They're coming. Right. Well, hopefully they they included those other lines. They were right. just they just cut it down for the trailer. Didn't sound like Kingsley though. You don't think so? I don't think we've seen enough of Kingsley to really connect it to, unless they do, do like an obvious, oh, that's Kingsley's Patronus. Well, maybe you see him sending it. Hopefully. But... Uh, so then we get a good look at the wedding party, or, I mean, everybody who attended the wedding party. Oh, wait. At one eleven, you see somebody's head in the Patronus. But, and that does not look like Kingsley. I'm trying to make you see what I'm, I'm, I'm looking at 115. There's this screaming head. They brought back the shrunken heads. No. Uh, no, it's definitely not. Is it not his Patronus? Oh, some people are saying it's Scrimger dying. I guess so. The nose looks a little. It doesn't. It, you know who it looks like? It looks like Jim Dale, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. But <laughs> oh, yeah, they're it saying it's Fudge. Some people are saying it's Fudge, but it doesn't really look like him either. Is Fudge even credited in this film? Yeah, Grindelwald. A lot of ideas going around in the chat on Ustream. Well, no, I mean, uh, Grindelwald isn't dead yet. Greyback, Pettigrew. Uh, Pettigrew. Well, there is a scene later on. I was trying to figure out who Voldemort and Pettigrew were going after. Well, somebody brought up in the chat a good point. In the USA Today article, they have a bit of dialogue, and they say it is Kingsley saying they are coming. So it's definitely him saying it. Yeah, why wouldn't it be? I mean, it's him in the book. Well, because Micah said it wasn't. Oh, Micah. Okay, what? so... What, what did I say? No, nothing. 
He's uh, making shit up. I just uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that either. <laughs> but we're live, and you can't edit anything out. So we get to. So I just want to go back for a second and look at the party scene. We see all the attendees seeing the Patronus come in, and we see quite a few people here. And this is at one ten. We see Hagrid, Ginny, Ron. Uh, geez, who else do we see? Floor, Bill. Uh, perhaps Arthur. That's gonna, it's gonna be such an awesome scene, though. They're going through all like the t- the tunnels and stuff. Somebody said, "Oh yeah, there's Luna right there in the dress." I think that we see her back at least. Uh, Madame Maxine, of course, right next to Hagrid, looking <laughs> looking very tall as always. All right, so the Patrona scene again with the mysterious head that we had no idea who that is, and then uh, maybe we, we can uh, maybe we can ask Eric at some point. Uh, later on the, for the next episode get a little clarification on what's going on there yeah then we see the shot of Hermione and Mrs. Weasley and they're staring at the Patronus looking all scared <laughs> oh Mrs. Weasley she looks great <laughs> she looks so terrified and look at that who's that behind Mrs. Weasley it's Ariel. dun 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 first oh, look is. This is at one twelve. if you're following along at home. Did you, did you always plan on introing her like that? No, it sort of just came to, came to mind. She, I, I don't know. Do you think she would like that kind of intro? Dun, 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 dun. First look. No? Yeah, maybe. No. We then see Harry, and he's looking outside of the wedding tent. And then the shot up into the clouds. And it's, I presume, yeah, this is all the... Uh, Death Eater showing up, uh, sending spells at the wedding. Now, the way the trailer sets it up, yeah, the way the trailer sets it up, we see Hermione grabbing onto Ron, uh, Harry, we see Harry, then we see Lupin say, go, go, go! Uh, Is that Draco? Where? Behind Ron and Hermione in that shot. Oh, um, I'm trying to see. No. No, it's not. Okay, looked like him for. It's a very. It's got. He's got the same hair, but it's not. It seems so, like it, it, in the book, it seemed like it happened so fast. But in this, they're gonna like linger for a bit and show some damage. Yeah. Oh, and look who it is. It's Fred. Is it? Oh wait, no. Who is this? With is it Fred? It is Fred. He's got the um. He's got the headband around him. I was so looking forward to seeing the missing ear. Aww. Oh, I'm sure you'll live, Andrew. You don't want to see a disfigured head. Finger. Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what are you looking at? Because I'm looking at the feet, and I'm not seeing anything. I'm seeing Lupin holding Harry. Yeah, but in the background, right to Lupin's left. Oh, George. George. Sorry, I get them too confused. George is the one with the missing ear. And you see him right here at 117. He's wearing the headband, which kind of disappoints me. I was hoping we would just see this giant gaping hole in the back of his head. Yeah, just the easy way to remember it is Fred's dead. Fred dead. Right. That's, <laughs> That's so sad. Jeez. Okay, so we see Harry, and Harry's obviously, there's Ginny right here. So this is when Harry's trying to run after Ginny. But Lupin insists that, no, you must go, you must run. And this is the one scene that gave me chills uh, in this trailer. Out of, mm-hmm. <laughs> Lupin's got a kind of a funny face on him. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
as we move along here. Then we see what we saw in the TV spot, Harry and Hagrid on the motorbike, on the road. And now people were looking forward to seeing them flying. And at this point, it just does not seem like they will be flying. It seems like all the action is going to be going on down on the road. Which, I really? guess... Well, yeah, I mean... It's, you think at some point they would go to the air? I mean, wouldn't that be kind of weird to be driving down the road and you have Voldemort coming in your rearview mirror? But then, yeah, but then again, wouldn't it be awkward if, like, what what happens? Is Hagrid like, oh, wait, I forgot, this thing can fly. And then he shoots up into the air. Yeah, you're you're right. What Are they driving on, on the correct side? I guess so, because is that like a middle lane? <laughs> that they're in? No. There is no wrong lane when you're riding Sirius's bike. No, it's no, no, a two-lane, sa- one-direction road. Right, I know it's opposite in Britain, but it looks like, I, I guess, I didn't see the other cars going the other direction on the left. I just looked at the empty lane on the right. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, they do fly. I mean, we do see them flying together. But m- m- maybe... Um, he, I guess only, to- when, only when Voldemort starts coming after them. No, I don't think. I mean, I I don't oh, necessarily think it's going to be that long actually, while they're on the road. Actually, you do. Uh, they're very hard to see, but look, you can see Death Eaters back here, uh, right above the cars. I don't know if people on Ustream can see my mouse moving, but right towards the top, you can see people on brooms flying in. Maybe it's the same people. Maybe it's the other uh, Potters. No, no, they're Death Eaters. They're they're black cloaked and they're just riding by themselves. Okay. Well, we know they go to the air because we see the scene where their wands connect. Yeah, eventually. But I'm saying we were just wondering when they actually go up in the air. No. Well, this looks this looks cool. You know, like I think that uh, this will be a much liked scene that's been added to the film. Yeah, I, I think it adds a lot to it when you know this is the class. This is classic filmmaking when all the action is happening on the road and they're swerving in between cars. We see it in every Bond movie. Right. We see it in every. Uh, born movie. We see it in every action movie. Yep. Do you think this is early on in the chase, or do you think it's um, later on? Because they they find them. I mean, they, they obviously already flew because you know that that's how they meet all the Death Eaters is in, in midair. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah maybe, and then they land on the ground. Right. They try to find a way to outmaneuver him. So I'm moving ahead here. We see the trio running through the forest, and the Snatchers are going after them. We see Harry saying something. Let's rewind a bit and hear what Mr. Potter is saying to us all. Nobody else is going to die. Not for me. Nobody else is going to die, not for me. That was a, that was a pretty uh, big line in the book, I thought. Mm, that's a pretty big promise. Oh, what happened to Hermione? What's wrong with Hermione? I don't know, though. Where you are on the stream right now. It, well, she cast a pretty big spell. That was kind of cool. You've seen Hermione like running full sprint, but... She, she cast a spell behind her. She can multitask. She's Hermione. That's some spell. She hardly, she's just she just throws it back there and boom. It looks like the roots from with the, the tree like sort of came out from under the ground, and <laughs> attacked them. <laughs> so then we get she, to Grimwald plate. What were you gonna say, Micah? No, I was just gonna say she doesn't mess around. So then we get to Grimwald Place, and we see as someone saying in the chat, "Dumbled dust," but it's very brief. We just see the the. The dust swarm. Yeah, we saw him yeah. earlier, right? right? Did we? Right. He was in- right. Then there's the shot of Harry, or sorry, Ron. Uh, he's in the barn. <laughs> what barn, you may ask? I have no idea. Is now is this the sick Ron? Like S- 
the the one that his um that he leaves back home. No, 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 no. Oh. This is do, no, do you this think is just even them keep in the that barn. Scene? Um, or they'll just skip it. I don't know. I don't know. We haven't heard anything. That'd be another question for Eric since he's already seen it. Oh, okay. We see Harry and Ginny, and then we see uh, Death Eaters flying through the sky. This is, of course, the Seven Potter scene. Well, the, the scene before it, that's when Lupin attacks him, right? Asks oh, right. him to identify himself. Yeah, we saw a still from that a couple weeks ago. Uh, what you don't see in this shot right here is Arthur, or sorry, uh, Lupin. Lupin. <laughs> Lupin about to walk in, and he. He name checks them, but I think also, if I'm if the caption is to be believed, I believe on the caption when WB released a still from the scene, it's 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 them getting in a fight, and I think maybe I think this might be when Harry and Lupin have that little fight about his about Lupin taking care of his yeah, kid. but that's at Grimmauld Place. That does not look like Grimmauld Place. Hmm. Yeah, no, this is this is at the burrow, I think, when Harry comes no. back. Yeah, this is when everyone comes back because I mean the Ginny's there. Oh, when you see hey, Hagrid he here. This is isn't this Hagrid right behind Harry? You see this hand. Right. Well Ginny wouldn't even be there at Grimmauld Place when he's um when when he and Harry get in a fight with Lupin and Harry. Okay. Yeah, those, that's... It's just the trio and Lupin. Okay. So then we see the Death Eaters riding the Thestrals. And we see one of them get blown up. I wish we actually... I, hmm? I think... Well, I would have guessed that that was Mad-Eye getting killed, but I don't know that they put that in the film based on what Eric had to say. I think he said that you just find out after the fact, once they all arrive at the borough, that Mad-Eye was killed. Right. Well, this definitely isn't Mad-Eye getting killed, because you see he's wearing the mask. Okay. And then... No, that's a Death Eater. Right, right. You yeah. see the Death Eater. And I, but I wonder... Oh, oh, this is Kingsley. You can totally see. This is Kingsley right here. And he's wearing the clothes that you saw in Order of the Phoenix as well. Kingsley's so that's, that's how I, style. That's how I recognize him. Okay, cool. So that's one of the first, first times we saw something like that. Then uh, this is when the music cuts out and Harry and Ron have their little fight. You think I don't know how this feels? You don't know how it feels! Your parents are dead. You have no family. Oh, my God. <laughs> so much drama and gossip, Potter. And, then, and you hear a little, from Hermione <laughs> in the scene. So this should be, honestly, I think this should be one of the more emotional scenes. Because seeing Harry and Ron actually fight, it's just, it, it'll be pretty emotional, I think. Pretty stunning. Pretty, uh, pretty climactic. Pretty heart-aching. I'm excited for this fight because this is the only fight you ever really get to see Ron and and Harry do. I mean, Harry kind of has a little, you know, a little crying scene with with Ron in book five, but we don't really get to see them actually have like an all-out fight against each other. So this is going to be pretty interesting. Skipping ahead a bit, we see Dobby, our first look at Dobby. He's looking good. And you know what? For (laughs) I what? What, Micah? No, no. Go ahead. Not what? Please. What are you laughing about? Uh, not not a thing. Matt laughed too. What is it, what is wrong with Dobby? He looks nothing like he did in book two. Yeah, I was going to say that. Um, 
He looks like he's in that Defense Against the Dark Arts room, too. He does. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. He doesn't even... But that's... Oh, I don't know. It doesn't look that good. Well, you know what I think it is? I think... To give Warner Brothers the benefit of the doubt, I think... You know, it's been 10 years. They've absolutely have had major advancements in CGI. So I, I, I think if anything, he looks better. He's going to look more real. Well, no, it's not that. It just it looks like he's obviously CGI'd in that scene. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't mm. look like he's he's really. That's not fair though, because the shot's not moving. Maybe There's it's no. Well, maybe it's not done. Maybe they haven't finished it yet. Yeah, this may not even be finished. They may have just added that stupid background just for the trailer. Right uh, now, this isn't Malfoy Manor, but is it possible they reused the? Defense Against the Dark Room, Dark Arts set in this room, because that that looks really familiar. It wouldn't the, be the first time, but it's the just. Set. I see what you're saying. It, it's that little, but, whatever balcony. Right, right. But wasn't there was a staircase leading up to the one in Chamber of Secrets? At least yeah. one of the balconies. Yeah. So. They could have removed it. Yeah. You know, they don't need just one balcony in this entire movie series. They probably added another one too. So we get a title that says "This Fall." Somebody asked, why is Dobby still wearing the pillowcase? Yeah, I was wondering that. Doesn't he get, like, a tea cozy for a hat or something, too? I mean, in, in the past ten years, or, yeah, we'll say eight years, I mean, hasn't he developed some type of clothing? I would think so. Yeah, get some socks or something. It's hard to say. Oh, so Dobby. we see the This Fall title, and then we see a shot of Voldemort and Pettigrew. Pettigrew's got the silver hand, it looks like. Oh, oh, and this is uh, Ollivander. And is this the... Is I don't this, think it's... Ollivander. You don't think so? Um... I, I would I would almost say this is Malfoy Manor. <laughs> now, I this don't, is underneath the... Uh, underneath Malfoy Manor. Yeah, this is the cellar. That's where they, they, they throw everybody down. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because you see the staircase behind Pettigrew. Yeah. Now, I don't particularly remember... Um, some people are saying it could be Gregorovich too. I don't think it's Gregorovich because no. you see the, you see that uh, scene of Gregorovich backing up in his wand shop in the other trailer. This is I know, obviously. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Micah. Doesn't he also kill Grindelwald? Yes, but but I mean, at least in the book, we don't really get get a very good glimpse of the of what what's going on. We just see him dying. Like uh, I know what you're here for, and I don't have it. Someone says this also may be Harry's vision of what's going on at the That's burrow. That's what I think, too. I think that makes the most sense. It makes the most sense because this is uh, because he does see, like, uh, Voldemort torturing Ollivander. And so they may just add, like, a couple, like, clouds around just to make sure that he's, like, so it's obviously looking through his mind or something. Well, see how the camera's kind of drifting? I think that sort of mm-hmm. gives you a good enough idea that it's sort of like a, a vision. Okay, so, all right, we figured that one out. Yay. Hopefully. <laughs> we see Harry riding on the motorbike. I, I, What did I say with that TV spot, Micah? Do you remember? What's that? Do you remember what again? I said, uh, wh- Harry and the motorbike scenes, when we talked about seeing this during the uh, TV spot? I said, we're going to see these stupid shots of Harry on the motorbike over and over and over again. And this is totally what we got in this trailer. Yeah. They're not going to stop. I really don't mind as long as they keep away from the Hedwig scene. I want to be surprised. So then we get to a shot of Voldemort, and the picture is skewed. It's, like, stretched out, and this has happened before. I think they're t- – and look at the this shot is stretched out, too. 
Now, who's this? Is this Grigorovich? No, I think that's Grindelwald. This is Grindelwald. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it, but you, you see in the like on the rock, it looks like there is that a chain because he's in prison. Remember? Yes. Um, and this is all during the Elder Wand search. Mm-hmm. That's why he's happy because he knows that that he came to a dead end. Exactly. Oh yes, perfect. So then, so then that was that. So, so was that the shot of Grindelwald that we were talking about earlier? No, that was Grigorovich. Ugh. So confused. The, the shot before you mean the shot in the cellar? Yeah. I think you were right. I think that that was uh, Harry. Ollivander. Yeah, no, no, no. The one in the cellar was definitely Ollivander. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. It's pretty exciting seeing this all finally come to. Uh, come to life so then we see bill and floor on top of a thestral arriving at what looks like the burrow uh, yeah the tall grass the, around there's it. the corn grass looking stuff we see a title called can live um <laughs> we're in the ministry we see the magic is might statue again with the muggles holding up the the two wizards and then we see this is also in the ministry uh, it's although you can see Harry, he's transforming back. You can see Harry's glasses, and it almost kind of looks like the suit's a little too big for him. Yeah, unless the lights be Hermione is too, right? She's transforming also. It looks like Hermione's so, halfway through transformation. You think so? It's still it, that's totally her face, though. It is her face, but she's looking kind of aged, like her skin's kind of droopy a bit. Her hair's disappearing; it's shrinking away. Yeah, I like, think she's uh, in mid transformation. Yeah, they probably all are. Probably all are. Then we see a few Death Eaters, and uh, I'm looking at on the left side here, trying to figure out what that is. That looks like the, the, the eagle that led up to Dumbledore's office. That does. It does, but it doesn't have its... Yeah. What are you talking about in the top... Uh, top left at 146. Above the Dementor? Yeah, very far left. Well, this is this is definitely probably where um um, what's what's her face, Imelda Stoughton's character, um, Umbridge, Umbridge, where she's where she's um uh, uh, questioning um the wife of, of one of the officials at the ministry. You know when 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 they're being surrounded by Dementors. Do you know the scene I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think this is the scene? Could be. It's hard to tell. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see what that is, but it doesn't matter. It's just yeah. yeah. So then we see Snape and a very brief shot of Snape, and he looks like he's about to cast the spell, or he's he's like flinging them away, like get away, get away, now, do you, get away. Do you think Stop that's it. the? Is that Mal- protecting Malfoy Manor, or do you think this is the? Would this be the Silver Doe? I mean, I know he does it in. In Dumbledore's office. Yeah, I don't know where this what this could be. Maybe maybe when he's defending, maybe they moved the, um, him getting defended off of McGonagall before he flees. I think it is Malfoy Manor because oh, no, that's part two. When we see the wide shot of Malfoy Manor, you see the giant, giant grass <gasps> oh, walls. Oh yeah, you're right, and the white pillars. Yeah. Yeah, because I know. Um, what was I going to say? Because the book actually opens with him and Yaxley walking around Malfoy Manor. Yeah. So skipping ahead a bit, we see Bellatrix with that what looks like a whip again. And we talked about this before. What is with her? 
<laughs> so she's got a whip and she, she's got the Gryffindor sword in the other hand. She's holding on to it. So this is obviously when they're trying to get it from her. She's looking for a good night. <laughs> and then we see, oh, the poor Lovegood's house under attack. And we see we see Xenophilius standing on his on his the front steps and his knees are buckling in. He's he's just you could you could just see the look of hopelessness coming out of him. What a weirdo. And then why, we, why would they go back to, to the same thing that they did to the borough? I mean, wouldn't it have been just as effective to have the Death Eaters show up at his doorstep? Didn't they uh, do that in the book? It's just filmmaking-wise. It, it, it Just cinematically. You know, yeah, I know. It. It's, a, it's a poor, innocent home sitting in the middle of nowhere. It couldn't possibly be safer. Well, in the book, the Dementors come in through the front door. Let's just burn the place down and destroy it. Yeah. I think it's... I don't know. So then we see the inside of the house and it being destroyed, and we get the quick shot of Harry on the ground. And we saw we saw a, sh- a still from this shot um, released by Entertainment Weekly a few weeks ago, if everybody remembers. And again, the shot they're coming down, or the house is coming down. Black again. Ron uh, and Hermione arm in arm. Let's hear what happens here. Help me! I love that line. Help me! Help me! So sad! Well, hold on. Wait a second. Uh, Is this... No, it's not Harry. What is is he asking for help for? Dobby's dead! Oh, I was thinking that he was burying Dobby right here. No, But but Harry does that on his own. He's dying at that point. He's screaming. He's he's saying, Harry Potter. Yeah. Before he dies. He's dying! So what are they going to do? Well, maybe it's just, you know, a reaction. When there's someone dying right in front of you and you don't know what to do, I mean, don't you cry out for help? Hermione's like, I'm sorry. I don't have a spell for this one for once. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay, so, yeah, pr- pretty emotional. I thought, I thought for a second this was Harry burying Dobby, and I was going to be upset because, of course, in the book, no. Harry does it on his own. And that's when Creature has that wonderful change of heart. So then we see Harry throwing a Patronus in the ministry, it looks like. Yeah. Hermione's still... I, I think Hermione's not quite changed at all yet. And it cuts to a shot of uh, Lucius, and he's he's in his own home. This is not what Harry... This is not Harry casting that spell. It's just, you know, how they edit these things for the trailer. So he sort of flies upward, whatever's mm-hmm. happening. That looks like a Dobby spell. Then we see Ollivander... We've seen that shot before. We see Harry and Hagrid on the motorbike. We see Ron going in the water, grabbing goat while trying to reach for the sword. And then we see Harry, Ron taking the sword. A lot of these are a lot of the shots that we had seen previously. We see Voldemort casting a little spell, and and. This is Tom Riddle right here. It's got to be right at one fifty-eight. Uh, it's he's got you can't see his face, but we see the Tom Riddle hairdo. That's just that's just a shot from a previous film. Yeah, that's yeah. totally from Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, because they they do that a lot. Why do they do that in these trailers? I don't know. And then at the two-minute mark, you would think, oh, it must be done. The trailer's two minutes long. We're done. No, not yet. 
we see the shot of Voldemort, and this is from Order of the Phoenix, which is so frustrating. And you see them stretching out the picture because they don't have anything else to fill this moment in the trailer with, which is so... So not only are they going to add an old scene, but they're going to try to fool us by obscuring the, the, the way the screen is. To fool us, by but we stretching us. See a close-up shot of, of Harry. Zooms into his eye. Black. I've seen your heart, and it is mine. We see a great shot of Voldemort sending a spell up in the air, and it cuts to... It cuts to the Harry Potter logo. So go figure, it's Voldemort all along who keeps creating this Harry Potter logo. Of course. Yeah. And well, th- this is the protection, right? Or the quote-unquote protection that's around Hogwarts that he's shooting up into the air? Well, no, no. I, I It looks like that, but it, 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 it just turns into the giant P from Harry Potter. So I think... I don't think... They just added it? Yeah. You'll see the shot of Voldemort sending the spell up in, into the air, but I think that's when Voldemort's standing on Harry's grave... Uh, on Dumbledore's grave. Yeah. Yeah. With the Elder Wand. So it's just an effect. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So that's the trailer. Part one of the epic finale, November 19th. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, it will be in 3D theaters everywhere, so you can see the snake come right at you. I don't want Dobby's death in 3D. Well, then you can watch it in 2D. Fine, I'll go see it in 2D. So again, you're listening to MuggleCast Live. We're talking about the trailer. We just went scene by scene through the entire thing, picking apart uh, the difficult parts, the parts we absolutely recognized. Michael, what were some of the standout scenes for you in this trailer? Standout scenes. I definitely like the scene at the uh, the wedding when the Patronus or whatever that was uh, showed up to uh, the wedding to warn everybody and kind of the the insanity that ensued afterwards. You know, seeing Harry running over trying to get to Ginny um, and everybody scrambling. Um, I like that. I like the scenes also uh, with Voldemort in them. Voldemort and Snape. Um, Voldemort obviously going after Ollivander down there in the cellar. Um, but again, like I, I don't think they gave a whole lot away as far as the Deathly Hollows are concerned. We didn't see much of that. There, the, the focus of the trailer was kind of all over the place. It, it was, it was a lot. But that's what they. But the final trailer, I think, is always a mashup as as much as possible. Um, they explained having to. They, they. I mean, what were some of the key points in this trailer? They ran through that the ministry. That, well, the ministry, you sort of got the idea that the ministry, things were going awry at the ministry. Right. Um, you see that Voldemort's after Harry, obviously. Yeah, they don't really go too much into the plot. You get a good look at the wedding, though. Yeah. Or the wedding after party, at least. You know what's still really bugging me, though? A couple of things are still bugging me. Um, one, that damn shot of... Uh, of Dumbledore's grave, and it's it's just a rectangle. It's a box. It's a it's a Jenga puzzle, as I said earlier in the show. I really hope they do something else with that, because uh, right now it looks. <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> what is that? Uh. Yeah, it looks like a Lego piece. Mm. Yeah, that's what we were saying earlier. Like Lego Harry Potter got a uh, 
Oh got my a little god. Cut. Micah, did you know I have that that game? Now? Yeah, I heard. I heard you got the games. So much fun. I'm on I'm on I'm on year four right now. Nice. I think another standout thing for me was Umbridge, seeing her for the first time. I think that I, was great. I said on the last episode I've been really looking forward to just seeing her. Period. She just has that presence. Yeah. And if you guys remember, with Order of the Phoenix, at the beginning of the film, uh, her dresses were a light pink. And then as the film went on, they got darker and darker to sort of reflect her anger. And I wonder if they're going to do that here. Of course, you don't see Umbridge as much in this movie, but maybe you see the colors change a heck of a lot quicker. I hope this movie is going to be so great we won't even notice what color her dress is. The the Nazi Germany red armband, that was another thing that definitely stuck out for me. Um, I, I, I Honestly, I think the only thing I keep thinking about is, is Dobby. He's been absent this entire series since movie two. Now that his triumphant return, that, that's all I can think about right now. Mike, any standout scenes for you? Yeah, I mean, I said the definitely the the wedding scene and Kingley's Patronus. Um, I liked uh, you know seeing the chase scene. I'm I'm interested to see that we talked about it a lot, like how they do that with going through the traffic and then having to to go back to the air and mm-hmm. how they work all that out. But the Seven Potters looks really great too. Just the opening scene with all of them together. Yeah, because we've been waiting def- to watch the, to, to see anything from that scene. Yep, um, you know a lot of the, the Voldemort's interaction with with the Death Eaters, also um, with Snape in that opening scene, and uh, also with uh, with Lucius to see you know how he treats him. We we I know Matt, you said that looked like a Dobby spell that knocked him backwards, but I almost wonder if if Voldemort you know kind of picks on him a bit like he does in the book um, mm-hmm. because doesn't he take uh, Lucius's wand from him at, at one point because he can't use his own against Harry. Mm, like a little slap in the face. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I can see that. Maybe that's what's going on. Let's see. What else? What else? Um, well, we're just talking about stuff that comes comes from our mind, right? Like things that stood out. I'm really happy that Fleur's back. I mean, just the fact that she's in, in this film just makes it all the more, you know, <laughs> Legit, because I mean she's not that big uh, of a character, except for in Deathly Hallows because she gets you know married. But just the fact that they got you know the same actress to come back and everything is just, I think it's really nice. Well, now we want to hear your thoughts about the film for a few minutes before we wrap up the show. Uh, you can call in one two one eight two zero six two four four two. That's one two one eight two zero six two four four two. When you call, please mute your stream and please have something to talk about. Because if we answer and you got nothing to talk about, then it's kind of, you know, a little a little strange. Hello, Roxanne. Call. Hello, Roxanne. I'm so it's all good. Roxanne? Roxanne? Yes. Hi, welcome to MuggleCast Live. Hi. <laughs> what are your thoughts about the trailer? Um, I think it's uh, very nice. I liked it. All my friends are like on Facebook and they're all like, oh, it's so amazing. Were there any standout scenes for you? Um, you know what I thought standed out particularly is um, when they go to the ministry and you see Umbridge there and then you see like a guy, he looks like a, like a soldier checking the people. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about that earlier. It's, it has that 
the the Nazi Germany feel. And I, I think yeah. it'll be interesting to hear what David Yates and everyone else will say about that in, in upcoming interviews, because I think they're going to have a lot to say about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Any other uh, standout scenes for you? Any complaints? Um, I just I don't like how they reused like the Voldemort scene. I thought that was a little I agree. tacky. I agree. But, yeah, I would have worked without it. I mean, they didn't need to have that scene in the trailer. Just didn't do so, it. Yeah. And then um, the wedding, the wedding scene. It wasn't exactly how I pictured it, but it was still like I like the whole tent thing. Yeah. It looked really nice. Yeah, where were they exactly? I, I, it looked like they were on some uh, dried-out volcano. Because it looks like they were in Hawaii, where the tent was. At least on, you, I know. You know what I'm and talking about? And the burrow is usually all, like, weeds and stuff. And then it was, like, grass. Well, yeah, well, well I think that was w- the way it was in Half-Blood Prince, too. Uh, yeah. I, I'm talking about the, the that scene where it's obviously, uh, like, the trio's hiding place. Because... You, where, where it kind of zooms in. It's early on in the trailer, and then you see all these like these black tarish kind of fl- flooring. It must be like near a cliff or something, but it looks like they're right near like a dried out volcano that was extinct or something. Mm. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, it's just looks it looks kind of weird. All right, well, thank you for calling in, Roxanne. Uh, you're welcome. All right, bye. Bye. You have to hang up uh, for some reason. I can't. Oh, thank you. Don't forget the number one two one eight two zero six two four four two. You can also Skype the username MuggleCast if you'd like to do that as well. Hello, Courtney. You're on MuggleCast Live. Hello. Oh no! Hold on. Hold on a second. Oh, sorry. I lost her. Skype can be so weird sometimes. Yes. I'm getting Micah back in here first. You cut off Micah? Yeah, I cut him off. Sorry, Micah. That's all right. Hello, caller. You're on MuggleCast Live. Peely, is that Hello? how you... Hi. Peely, is that how you pronounce your name? I'm sorry? Peely, is that how you pronounce your name? Yeah, that's Peely. Oh, Peely. Where are you calling from? Yeah. Um, Mexico. Oh, well, thank you for calling in. <laughs> what do you think about the trailer? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. What was your favorite part? I love the seven potters. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, I like that. I, I, I was able to tell apart everyone. Really? Could you tell us the order? We will challenge you right now. Uh, uh, let me bring it up on the... Well, I don't know if you can see the live stream right now. Oh, uh, yeah. But, okay. Here, I'm going to put it on the live stream. Left to right. Let's hear them. Come on. Um, Fred, George, or I don't know, George, Fred. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mundangas. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Fleur. Fleur. Yeah. Ron and Hermione. Very good. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess Fred and George were the giveaways on the left because they're wearing the same thing. Yeah. This is slightly different. Well, color. yeah. Well, they also look at each other in that kind of mischievous smile. Oh yeah. And Hermione's looking very worried on the right. <laughs> I didn't notice this the first time, but if you look at the Ron, the the Ron Harry, so to speak, he's got he sort of his mouth is open a little bit, like duh, and his shoulders are pushed back. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Dan did a really good job with that, getting those down. Uh, and actually, in a in a, in a uh, interview with him that I did with a couple other fan sites a few weeks ago, he talks about that kind of thing. And hopefully, the transcript from that will be up soon as soon as WB lets us release it. But yeah, so Dan Radcliffe did a really good job of getting everyone down. Yeah. You can see most, yeah, was, the look. Of, 
You can see the look of disgust on Mundungus's face. No, he looks just so uptight and worried. You couldn't pull a needle out of his butt with a tractor. Yeah. Yeah, his face was kind of a giveaway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. right. Oh, and, hmm? and also I was going to say that you were talking about the scene where uh, Lupin was, like, attacking Harry. Yeah. Um, I think it was when Harry gets to the burrow and Lupin is, like... Um, Trying to see if he's a real Harry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it might be that. Yeah. And we have it up on the stream now. But yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. Well, listen, thank you for calling in. Oh, thank you for answering and my call. No problem. And have a nice night there in Mexico. Thank you. All you right. too. Bye. Bye. How many oh. more callers should we? I don't know. What t- like, like 30? 30. I'm afraid we don't have time for 30. Oh. But here's another one. Hello, Vicky. Hi, how's it going? Hi, good. How are you? Sorry, I'm just going to mute my stream for a sec. Okay. I called Peely back accidentally. There we go. So what did, what did you like for the trailer? Hi, Peely, you're back. Peely. Oh, hi. Yeah, sorry, I accidentally <laughs> called you. You can hang on the call if you want. <laughs> or you can go. It's up to you. <laughs> but, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go okay all right thanks bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs> i don't get it. skype is so buggy <laughs> anyway vicky what did you think of of the trailer um i thought it was good um i actually liked the tomb like the two what the the tombstone and oh, the tomb. Now, yeah. why, why do you like it that's not how it's described in the book is it well it's described as a very simple marble white very yeah it was just really described as something very simple mm. and just white marble so i don't know i don't think dumbledore would want something very complicated and elaborate i guess i just think he deserves it but uh. yeah but i know in the book it was described as very simple and just a marble white kind of tomb okay All right. area. I, I, I still think it's uh out of the game jenga have you ever played jenga? it does look like a jenga block <laughs> maybe this is new marketing for a new harry potter jenga or dumbledore um, tomb jenga you can see that happening <laughs> but and also i would just comment on the fact that harry wasn't disguised at the wedding oh yeah he's supposed to be barney <laughs> oh right but yeah he's supposed to be I a cousin i almost think it better that he's not barney at the wedding i yeah. just think in a cinematic like because it looks better on film. It would have taken too much time, though, to explain why he has to change and everything, too. I also didn't like how he was disguised in the book, either. I just... I don't know. I think it's... Uh, and it's also just easier to understand. So yeah. You don't, you don't get confused. Yeah. I think they'll have a lot more... Like, I mean, they can do more uh, between Harry and Ginny during that, as well. Mm-hmm. If he's actually Harry. Yeah. So. yeah. And it's not, and it's not going to be the first time they do that in this film, especially since um, we see the scene with uh, Harry and Hermione who aren't changed at uh, Godric's Hollow, and they yeah. are supposed to be um, uh, uh, um, transformed into different people, and they, mm-hmm. they aren't in this film. So this, I, I, I guess just for the sake of explaining it and getting um, any confusion made, they're just going to have the actual actors. Yeah. I think it'll just look a lot better on film as well, just to have them. It'll just keep the pace going, too. Yeah. Also, although it would be funny to see him as a fat ginger, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you for calling in, Vicky. 
Where yeah, you, thanks a lot for taking the call. No problem. Where are you? Where are you calling from, by the way? I'm actually from Canada in oh, Canada. Australia. Oh, nice. Yeah. Small oh. town in Ontario. <laughs> oh, Canada. All right. Well, have a good evening there in Canada. All right. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye. There's Vicky. Where's Micah? Is he back? Yeah, Micah's back. I'm here. Oh, okay. Sorry. He just left me on hold last time. Yeah, Skype is acting very strange, so I may have to deal with more strangeness from, uh, mm-hmm. from that, Micah. So please bear with me. All right. Uh, let's take another caller now. Hello, Angeline. It's Angie. Angie. Wow. Ow. You're on MuggleCast Live. Welcome. Hi, thank you. What do you think um, of the trailer? I liked it, but I can't remember if the part with the Love Goods house is in the second part or the first part. So I'm kind of upset that if that's part of from the second movie or from the second part of the book that they included it when it's supposed to be about the first part. Mm. I think it is in the first part. Okay, then I think it's. I like the trailer a lot. Either way, I like it. It's just that one part I couldn't remember, so I was like, "Ugh." Yeah. <laughs> no, that is in the first part because they discuss the uh, um, the Deathly Hallows, the story of the brothers. But he goes there. I thought after they leave Shell Cottage, and then I don't know. But um, I think. No, if they you... go. They go to the Gringotts after the cottage, because that's because Hermione transforms into Bellatrix at Shell Cottage. Right. Okay, that makes sense. And then the scene where Bellatrix, it looks like she has a whip. I think that's her wand, and she's trying to do that spell, that the binding spell, like where in Order of the Phoenix you see Umbridge binding um the Senator. I think it's that same spell. So who would she be doing it on, Hermione? Probably. Or to anyone, if it's after Ron and Harry break out of the cellar with Dobby's help, she could be just trying to get a hold of anyone since she's already summoned Voldemort. Hmm. Well, good theory. Good theory. And hopefully, and hopefully we'll find out. But, well, thank you for calling in, Angie. No problem. Where are you calling from? Uh, Chicago, Illinois. Ah, represent. Okay. Have a good night there. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. I'm. I disabled Skype sounds, and uh, we're going to give. Please enjoy the music while your party is reached. We're going to. Oh, what, we don't even know what song they were going to play. Wait here, we'll hear it again. Please enjoy the music while your party is reached. Oh. Hello? Hello? Eric, <laughs> why do you mute? You of all people should know to mute your stream before you pick up the call. <laughs> uh, so, Eric, uh, welcome to the show here. Uh, hey, guys. How's it going? Where, what are you doing? What am I doing? I'm sitting in my car at the parking garage at school, uh, and I've seen the trailer, and now I'm watching just you guys chilling at your your dual desks there. Um. Okay. Well. So, what what did you think of the trailer? Uh, having now, you of course, for anyone who doesn't know, you have seen the film. You got into a screening in Chicago, and so what? What do you think that the trailer does a good job of? Uh, you know, representing the film. Uh, I, I think so. I think, 
uh, this trailer feels different to me than the other trailers uh, for for other films. It's not a, just a simple like montage. There's a lot to it. Um, I have two complaints that I jotted down while watching it, which was uh, I don't know if you guys have talked about this yet on the show. I've only been listening for like five minutes, but my first uh, my first observation rather was uh, Dumbledore's tomb looks. I, to me, it, it, it looks low tech. Did you guys? And sure, it's only supposed to be stone, but it, it, it looks like uh, it came yeah, from IKEA. Un- unfinished. Yeah, it looks like an IKEA. Exactly. So have you guys been all, all we've through been, this already? We've been took. We've been talking about this actually quite a lot. I'm very disappointed with this tombstone. Now, didn't you see it in the movie? Yeah. Well, but it, remember, in the movie, some of the effects were unfinished. So I figured, hey, uh, <laughs> obviously that's going to be more detail in the film. <laughs> when it comes out. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Now, so in now, the trailer, now... I see, no, it really is just a rectangular stone, and it's like, it's unmarked, it's on an island somewhere, now it just feels like they, they moved Dumbledore's body off to an island somewhere to to be away from the grounds of Hogwarts. I don't know, I don't get it. Yeah. Maybe they don't want everyone to see what kind of a tomb they gave Dumbledore. Yeah, I said it looked almost like a, a Da Vinci Code or Indiana Jones yeah type of tomb like you, the, you the press something in, yeah you press something in the wall and like the it slides open I, I don't even know how to describe it it's just it's weird i just think for someone who's such an epic character in the series uh he deserves at least uh at least a regular looking tomb one that's shaped properly oh, disrespect for dumbledore geez. but we won't dwell on it too much any other things uh, yeah. eric yeah, that other, yeah, the other observation was just the sequence of events in the trailer, okay? They're running all around long before they show the wedding scene where, the, where Kingsley's voice is heard. You know, they're coming, they're coming. And the, the tent at, at, the, at the borough is, is, is set ablaze. Uh, you know, that happens long after they've been running and running and running. And I feel like... It would have been a lot better if they positioned uh, the scene. You know, the, all the running should not have happened until uh, the the scene at the wedding because that that kind of sets it afoot. And and honestly, they're showing them running through London and 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 all that long before they they have a reason to run. So it, it mm-hmm. feels kind of disjointed. I don't know. It feels like the the order of the trailer is just wrong. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I got a question for Eric since he's seen it. Um, since we're we're talking about Kingsley, what is with his Patronus? What do you mean? Like, we don't see it. Like, what is that? Like, we well, don't really see anything. Right. I guess it would have looked weird if it were like a talking penguin and not just an orb. What is Kingsley's Patronus? It's do you a, guys remember? It's, 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 it's a no, lynx. It's, uh, it's, it's, um, oh, is it sorry. a lynx? A lynx, yes. Yeah, a lynx, not a penguin. I, my bad. <laughs> penguin. Uh, you, can you see Kingsley... Shacklebolt having a penguin as a Patronus. It's just waddling Emperor, around. The Ministry has fallen. The Ministry Emperor has fallen. Penguin. <laughs> They're the ones that take care of kids, just like he takes care of the Order by warning them. No, look, he, uh, honestly, that, that's, I think, what it is, is, you know, we haven't seen a Patronus being used as a communication tool in the film. So I feel like they kept it as an orb so that it could convey its point and 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 leave that you know if a if a if a lynx came into the room, it caused the scene. And, and and not to mention uh, a white billowing object. It, you know it it um 
I think it would look too much like the Silver Doe that they have to show later in the film. Right. Well, what exactly happens there? Because you, you can see somebody. We're not exactly sure who that is, though. Who's what? In, in the orb, the Patronus orb, we see a, a picture of someone. We see somebody's head. And we were all trying to figure out who it was. I, my best guess is Jim Dale, but that just doesn't make sense. Okay. Oh, weird. Can you bring that up on the screen so I can see it? Yeah, I'm trying to. Right I just now. had an idea. Do you think that maybe he. It's almost like a video recording of what's going on where he's at at the moment? And maybe it'll just. Um, like, like the orb will clear out a little bit and then we'll show Kingsley talking to his wand or something and it'll show like people running in the back. Maybe. Like we saw it just starting to dissolve into whatever is happening. I mean, that's just. Here's what I'm talking about, Eric. There's this little face right here. Oh. Hold on. There. Oh, oh. Right there. And oh. it's hard to tell who it is. It doesn't look like Kingsley. It, that does look like Jim Dale. Yeah, it looks like Jim Dale. That's so weird. Is it? And it's coming out of the orb, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the head's it's, in pain. It's not like, yeah. I feel it's not like maybe it's, or either. Maybe yeah, some, it's just extras. Maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's, it's extras anybody. and it's like, it's from the set of the ministry, like where his Patronus, that's odd. Very, very odd. It's the great trailer mystery. There's always at least one of them. Ah, people are some people are saying it's Nicolas Cage. I think that's a reasonable. That one. Makes no, sense. there's too much hair. <laughs> Barty Crouch Jr. I don't know. Uh, None of these are standing out at me. Well, what about those other characters we were we were kind of up in the air about? I mean, I, I'm we figured some of them out, but I don't know if Eric can kind of confirm them. Eric, the characters at the ministry, I'll put them up on the on the screen here. You see Umbridge, you see Yaxley, um, you see Thickenies, Uh but uh, can you correctly identify those? Uh what, who's who or what? Yeah, who's who? Oh, uh yeah, okay, the guy on the far left right behind Umbridge is um the character that uh Harry turns into um oh right so that would be um <laughs> uh i just forget oh. it's not runcorn is it yeah runcorn yeah, runcorn. yeah albert albert runcorn um although i feel, wait isn't i feel like ron is Run- yeah anyway um okay so then then uh in in the center is um yeah the man at yeah, is the man at the ministry, and then Thickness, or, or his assistant, is the man to his left. And, of course, Umbridge, you know. And, actually, why I like this shot is because you can see the, the statue behind them right. uh, of, of the muggles being uh, oppressed. Right, right. It's a very striking, very striking statue. I hope the, uh, what, what, what's that company called that sells all the Harry Potter products? Uh, Book collection? NECA? Noble Collection, yeah. Oh. I hope they make a life-size version of the statue because I would absolutely oh, love that, to. Or a paperweight. Yeah. Or a paperweight, yeah. I'd love to now, have what, that. Now, what about that seller shot? Can we bring that up? Yeah, uh, Eric, we were talking about the seller shot. We see we see uh, Pettigrew and Voldemort coming after somebody with longish hair. Yeah, um, well, yeah, bring it up for sure. I, there it, I, is, right, I, it reminded me. Right there. It reminded me of that... Uh, I'm still not seeing it just yet. I feel like okay. there might be a lag. Um, there it is. But I do want to say before we go, uh, 
yeah, it's, it's is that it's the vision? It is all of it. Yeah, and it looks like it's in a vision. I think yeah. that that Harry has. Um, but I, speaking of Ollivander, I feel like they're really getting a lot of use, uh, or maybe overuse, of that shot where Ollivander looks up, like towards the camera, and he's like, he's like terrified. Yeah. I feel like that's in all of the trailers thus far. I'm really tired of seeing that because Ollivander has like almost zero screen time in this film, and uh, <laughs> they're really getting. You know, it's like. You see that, and it's like, oh, I'm anxious. Ollivander's getting hurt, you know. It's, it's great to see him back, um, but they're really, yeah, like, look at that terrified look. enough's enough. <laughs> yeah, enough is Show enough. more Dobby. Like, we get it. Yeah, show more Dobby. Dobby's appearance in this, in this trailer is my favorite part of it, because everything about Dobby is just so matter-of-fact, like humph, you know, like, you shall not harm Harry Potter. It's, it's off. Well, we wanted to ask you about that scene. Where where does that shot take place? I don't know. It's it's hard to tell because it's just Dobby in front of a black background. What am I going to do? You know? <laughs> well, did you see it in the movie? Do you remember that at all? I would say it happens at Malfoy Manor, which like the whole the whole place is dark. Is there's, one only black. So, there's only so many scenes Dobby's in in this film. Yeah, um, because... actually, they. I mean, remember they did add scenes that weren't in uh, the book. I don't think. Um, or at least at least Dobby shows up a little earlier in the film, not just at Malfoy Manor before he dies, and it leads up to his death. Yeah, he's, he he is at Malfoy Manor. You can see that there's like a uh, a balcony and a, and a, right. I don't, not tapestries, but uh, but yeah, columns and pillars. Yeah, he is. Um, I believe he's actually uh, rescuing Hermione or uh, leading an advance on the offenders, either prior to or right after Hermione is tortured by Bellatrix. Yeah, we, we were, we were, we, we thought it was in Malfoy Manor. It's just hard to tell. We thought it, it reminded us of the uh, Defense Against the Dark Arts room with the sort of, with the balcony. And then I was thinking, well, maybe this scene just isn't finished. They threw in that background shot just so, just because they don't have the, the actual camera shot finished. I know what you mean. <laughs> oh, we, We've got two. Com- I know what you mean because uh, it reminds me of that. What I guess it's called the Astronomy Tower, but it's not the Astronomy Tower. In it's it's where it's where Lupin and Harry have his first Bogart lesson mm. in Prisoner of Azkaban, the movie. You know where it's like that balcony and the the steps leading up to it, but it's you know they redid it for 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 mm. movie six. Yeah. We have uh, two questions in the comments. One of them says, "Does Dobby look weird?" Did you guys talk about this at all? Did does yeah. Dobby look a little weird? Um. Matt and Micah actually don't like how he looks, but I disagree. Well, no, 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 no. I love the way that he's designed. <laughs> designed? Uh, yeah, well, what, the is way, he a robot? Well, no, because he's, I mean, he's obviously does not look the same as he did in, in Chamber of Secrets. That, uh, they added more features, more detailed fi- features on his face. I'm saying that the CGI does not look like it, 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 it's, it's finished yet. Like, it, it looks obviously like it's, it's he is a CGI character in that scene. Yeah. Is he too pale for you? No, he just doesn't look finished. L- like they did in uh, Chamber of Secrets, like the finishing product. Like He looked like he was in that scene with Harry, uh, hitting himself with everything. He just does not look... He, well, is he, he, I don't know, it just doesn't look as clean. He doesn't is he look supposed to look like better because he's not chained up anymore he's not a slave anymore he's kind of been free for the last couple of years yeah Yeah. so he's you know he's a little bit uh got a little bit of weight put on uh well i guess my issue is that he doesn't have enough wrinkles he doesn't look as 
he doesn't look. He's not as stressed aged. out. He's not, yeah. yeah, he's not stressed. <laughs> he's not getting the crap kicked out of him. Yeah, well, I guess that's it then. <laughs> Despite, um, but, uh, but there's still a question about why he's wearing the pillowcase. Why isn't he wearing actual clothes? Yeah, I think the issue is they just can't make him look too adorable because then people will love him too much. Mm-hmm. Like if he was wearing real clothes, like say there's a line of like house elf clothes right. that like you go to Oshkosh, but 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 house elf, gosh, and yeah, there's this whole line of uh, house elf clothing. Go to the Gap. He would just look too adorable. You got to make him look kind of right. crappy. Well, isn't the whole point of him wearing clothes? Um, it it's, it kind of correlates to the whole spew thing. So, I mean, there really is no point for him to wear clothes since they didn't add the whole spew Yeah, I mean, plot. this is this is how audiences will recognize him. This is how he looked in Chamber of Secrets. Right. So. Right. Except I, I, I wonder if people will make the connection that Dobby was actually the Malfoy's elf. So he knows the Malfoy Manor far better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was waiting for that connection to be made in a film, you know, say like Lucius or Narcissa, or Mal- or Draco, or Bellatrix, maybe even, like, give him a look, like, hey, I recognize you, elf. But um, I'm not going to say it didn't happen. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited seeing this. I, I, like, I, I want that confrontation. All right. Now, can you confirm uh, Grindelwald? I know we pretty much did that, but we wanted to make sure. Yeah, he, make, he shows up in, I, I mean, I believe... Well, we had a picture of him somewhere. I well, saw those problems earlier. Yeah. So, uh, anything else to say about the trailer, Eric? Oh, just those, just those things. Um, I feel like the the order of events is a little messed up. But what are you going to do? It's kind of really late in the game to get a trailer. So, right. Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy that one has existed. Let me just say that because yeah. you're welcome. I was man. worried that there. Yeah, I was worried that there wouldn't be one for just part well, one. Well, of course, uh, one existed. Come on. Take it, off, take it off the list. It's really late, and you know they're running before the before something blows up. But whatever. Well, what it's, it's the one and only trailer for part one. I mean, at least we're not going to get that spoiled. What I loved about actually remember the title cards that said what only one can can survive or only one can live. Yeah. The prophecy. I love that. Yeah. Well, the um, the other thing I was going to ask you though is that it didn't seem like this trailer really touched on uh, the Deathly Hallows at all or the Horcruxes. I know this movie really only one Horcrux gets destroyed, but there's really none of that in the trailer at all. Right. Yeah, which is I, I kind of like that because I don't want the whole movie ruined before I see it. But uh, you know, like it, by, by a trailer, and also those scenes in which that you know they're searching for Horcruxes and learning about the Hallows are very. I th- the way that they're they're shot is is that you know if you were to show any of that scene, you would have shown it all. It, it would have ruined it because, um, like, when, for instance, when we see the the shots that they've been showing in the trailer, like running around London, uh, you know, when, when we see that, when you guys see that in the movie, you're going to recognize it. Oh, yeah, I saw that in the trailer. But it's a fast-paced scene, and there's a lot going on, and, and so it'll be cool to see it in the context of the film. However, uh, if they were to show, um, you know, uh, Mr. Lovegood explaining the hallows, or Harry talking about Horcruxes with Ron and Hermione, uh, that would be the the whole 
scene uh, would be ruined because they they, te- they dwell on it quite a bit in the film, and and mm-hmm. the scenes are uh, heavy and and weighted with with anxiety and emotion. And to show that in the trailer would 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 really kind of ruin it in the film, I think. Yeah, I mean, we did. You do get the scene of Ron destroying the Horcrux and the the brief underwater scene, and then Voldemort at the end of the trailer talking about seeing. Uh, Ron's heart and being able to eat it or I don't remember exactly what he said but that's a line from the book you know um it's not it seems like it's directed at Harry but it's actually directed at Ron it's the it's the locket speaking that line you know what I'm talking about that line at the end of the trailer uh which line it sounds like this Yeah. 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 So that, that's, that's the locket, that's a, right? Yeah, that's the second time they're doing that where it sounds like he's talking to Harry, but he's not. Oh, that makes sense. Very yeah, deceiving, thinking, as usual. Where is that going to be in the movie? Yeah, I thought he said, eat his heart, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, jeez. It actually sounds eerier than it did in the TV spot. The TV spot version sounded less ghostly, I guess you would say. Yeah. I feel like they're either still playing with that or they're playing with it to screw us up. Because it sounds like, or it's, I think it's made to sound like he's talking to Harry, but he's, he's not. Yeah. It, it should sound ghostly, though, because it's not right. like Voldemort no. is present. No, I agree. Well, they've, they've, they've elongated the face crawling across the screen. I know, Andrew, you were saying that that was a scene from Order of the Phoenix, but I guess it's not anymore. Did he talk about that at all? No, no, it still is. That's still there, and it's still... Still is. I hope that I hope they just put that in the trailer just because the effects aren't finished yet, or for some reason they felt the need that that kind of shot had to be in there. But that that was still from Order of the Phoenix. They had a few well, of those where it was really stretched out. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I I know Snape sitting with the Death Eaters and saying we have infiltrated the Ministry. That was kind of cool. Yeah. It was. It was. Um, we were talking about that earlier as well. Um, and what about what spell is he casting there in the trailer, Eric? Who? Uh, when? Snape. When what? There's a quick shot of him. What looks like he's walking up towards Malfoy Manor. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, I think it is. Surprises him. Like apparates right next to him, or like comes down from the sky. And Snape is, I guess, just raising his his wand in defense. He's sort of oh, like, okay. he's, he's sort of like, shoo, 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 get out of here. Oh, there? Um, yeah, he's uh, he's probably just opening the gates or, you well, know, it's in the mouth. Or he, you know, those darn peacocks, they just, they can't get enough of their, of their snake. He needs to, he needs to AK them to, to get them to leave him alone. What? Very good. Well, we've been at this for close to two hours now, so we're going to start to wrap it up. Thanks, everyone, uh, for dealing with the uh, technical difficulties towards the beginning. It's been a lot of fun. Of course, we're going to have a lot more to come on upcoming episodes of MuggleCast. What episode is this technically? 210? 209. 209. So 210 and beyond will be filled with much more uh, discussion about this trailer. And uh, hopefully we'll get some other great Deathly Hallows video content to talk about as well, whether it's clips or TV spots. The entire movie. Or the entire movie leaks online. That would be fun. Um, all that. All that to look forward to. People in the chat are requesting that they get the easy button. So here you go. 
That was easy. And Do you still have the Trump bobblehead? No, he broke. All of my fun uh, toys have gone away. He's been fired. <laughs> he doesn't bobble anymore? So he just hangs his head? No. He doesn't have a head. Well, um, <laughs> Enrique, to, ra- to wrap up the uh, show today, uh, my friend Enrique Iglesias, he wrote a song just for the, the, the uh, trailer tonight because he was so happy <laughs> with it. So I will play what? that now to send us all off. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was so funny. We're friends, okay? Leave me alone. Uh, he just doesn't know it yet. Thanks, thanks everyone for uh, listening, Eric. Thanks for calling in at the uh, last minute there. Thanks to uh, the two thousand people who listened to us. Yeah, we had a pretty good turnout today. Yay! Uh, well, it's a pretty big day. Yeah. All right, uh, Enrique. <laughs> Enrique. Enrique. Play us out. Your thanks. amigo, me amigo. Ah, uh, yes. This is for good Laura to talk too. To you guys. Oh, I All thought right. you were gonna play Barlamos. Goodbye, everyone. That's a fancy. We gon' set it off tonight, just so Set the club on fire, just so Enrique, holla at him like I like this, that's the holla trailer, it's really good But tonight is the night, what can we do?